everybody welcome to the show you know where you are the nine at nine with me tigo and if it's the first wednesday of the month you know what's about to happen arlene garza is here and today well we're gonna balance my checkbook kind of so sit right there we'll be right back the power of pink summit and the now honors has moved to the downtown Las Vegas area and the famous Fremont District, bringing the most brilliant and talented women in the world. To one stage in one place, where their power will be captured for the world to see. And it is hosted by the one and only, Teresa Tigo God. We present to you, Now Honors 2023. Hey, if you're watching this show in September of 2023, Now Honors is next month. And my guest coming up is going to be on the stage. So you want to get there. If you ain't got your tickets, go get your tickets. Nowhonors.com. Okay. So like I said before the break, Arlene is here and she's taking the challenge of balancing my checkbook. No, really. She's taking the challenge of educating us on how to educate our children and our family on finance. Hey, Arlene, are you out there? I am here, Tigo. Ready to go. Talking Woo, let's go. Kids and family, the hardest thing to do, but we're here to do it. So my grandsons, maybe my daughters too, but definitely my grandsons, whatever money is in their pockets, burns a hole in their pocket, they got to go spend it right now, this second. Try talking to them about savings or investment. They think you're absolutely nuts. So how do we handle that? Well, uh, one good way is, you know, everybody, all the kids are getting allowances or birthday present, presents. And the first step is you take the first little chunk of money they get from one of those activities and you walk them over to the bank and you open a savings account for them. They don't need checking at this point. That's a right. little complicated. I'm talking seven to nine years old typically is a good age. Uh, walk them over there. And it could be grandma helping them open that savings account. But while you're doing it, you're not just going through the activity. You are explaining to them that money can grow. It's not going to grow in your pocket, right? If you've got a dollar in your pocket, tomorrow is going to be a dollar in your pocket. But if you take it to the bank, that dollar can grow into 10, 15, 20. And they're only going to see that by actually doing it. So, Open right. up a savings account. Most banks have really no fee accounts for kids. Um, so it's and they have a, a special system uh, for opening those accounts. So that's a great place to start. And then you could a couple parents I know say you can spend half 
but you have to save half. And then mm-hmm. when, when they ask for something like that expensive pair of Nike tennis shoes that everybody has, <laughs> they want, right? You, you can ask them, let's look at your savings account and see if you have enough money to buy it. Now, if you just go buy it, they're not going to learn a lesson, right? But right. if you do savings right. account and you see, well, you have $125, you need $25 more. So let's wait until you've saved your next two allowances. And then you're going to have enough money to buy that those Nike tennis shoes. Well, a couple of <laughs> things are happening. One, you are changing that mindset of if I have it, I got to spend it, right? Right. They, they're not allowed to do it because it's more effort to have to go to the bank or to use an ATM machine or however, you know, you want to manage that. And so right. it's already creating that thought process in their head, their head of delayed spending and the reward of saving to buy those things that they want in the future. So that's, that's a great place to start. And then you no, got I love to, that. yeah. And then when that, that statement comes and now they come online, so it's very easy. You can show them, look, this is how much money you put in. And if there were any withdrawals, that's how much money you took out. And that's how money, how much money you have left over. And you'd be amazed at the, the, the wheels that start turning in their head mm-hmm. when they say, wow, I only had $15 and now I have $100. All of a sudden that the pride in themselves also goes up. The confidence goes up because they're doing something for themselves that they can be proud of. Now, you know, one of the things that they say, researchers say, is that kids who are not taught these skills they will lack the skills to be self-sufficient in the future. When I oh, read wow. that, it just freaked me out. Literally, I thought, oh, my gosh, I got to start now. So I started working with the kids, teaching them that. And, you know, you the allowance wasn't just given to them. They had to work for it. They had chores. Yeah. They had things they needed yeah. to do. So that taught them you work for money and you get paid for what you agreed to do. And so that was another really good lesson that they learned. So then they learned that, okay, if I want to buy something, I don't always have to make sure mom agrees with me. If I have it in my savings account and they approve, I can buy it. Right. So there it is. That that ability to have some freedom, some self-sufficiency comes forward. So, and then what we did was we started investing some of the kids college money. We started saving some money for them. And I said, well, it's in the bank account. It's not going to earn them much. So I started investing smaller amounts in some of our properties. And when they got that first check, that distribution, uh, the kids came to me and they said, mom, it has my name on it, but I didn't do anything for it. I said, no, mom and dad did. However, that's what's called an investment. Your money worked for you and you oh, got that's that cool. check. And so, you know, Fast forward to today, we, they were not allowed to spend those checks. They had to go back into an account and then they reinvested those. And then it was their money, right? They felt like it was their money they were reinvesting. And I'll tell you today, they are investors in 11 assets. And that's because the 11 properties, multifamily properties. And it started with one simple investment when they were young. That's amazing. You know, I, a good friend of mine, Greg Reed, taught me something. 
because he was paying his son an allowance for doing chores, like, you know, cleaning his room, things like that. And somebody said to him, you know, you're teaching your kid to make money. You got to do things you don't like to do. And he went, what? You know, so he changed it up and it was like, they still had to clean. He still has to clean his room and, and do all of that. But he does that to support the house, but he pays them for things he loves to do. So he loves to like create graphics and stuff like that. So he pays them for that. And now this kid actually has his own clients that he's doing graphics and things for because he's been doing it since he was seven years old with his dad. And I'm like, that is just, you know, that blew my mind. And I'm like, okay, I got to find things my grandsons love to do other than basketball and swimming that I can pay them to yeah. do. You know, I think that would be amazing. But I also got to ask you, about young people, because I remember when I was young, I really did have that T-shirt that said, I can't be overdrawn. I still got checks left. Right. Nowadays, kids don't even know what checks are. What are those? Right. But they still get overdrawn. How do you get in the right financial mindset when you get out of mom and dad's house and you got that safety net? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I got the safety net. Mom and dad will take care of it. No, honey, you're on your own now. How do you get out of that mindset so you're not getting all those overdraft fees and all that stuff going on? Well, it's called a budget. And people hear oh, that God. word and they freak out, right? Oh. They go, uh, budget. All it simply is, is how much are you making? What does it cost you to pay your rent at your apartment or your mortgage? Do you have a car payment? What? How much do you spend logically for food? And a small clothing allowance, right? And actually everything left over is optional. And that's what I, I tell people is, would you rather buy that, you know, expensive, whatever it is, uh, a toy or whatever, not a toy, but it might be, you know, a, a piece of art that they love. However, it's maybe not going to grow in value. So I tell them, would you rather have a thousand dollars left over sitting in your bank account so that if you get a flat tire, you can help pay for that? Or would you rather spend it? And if you get a flat tire, then you got to figure out how to get a loan. And then that flat tire costs you double. So, <laughs> so it's simple. How much do you make? And then take the necessities, rent, food, a little bit of clothing allowance, and the rest is optional. It really You're amazing. You're amazing. Tell everybody how to find you. Okay. They can find me uh, at invest at reapequity.com. I-N-V-E-S-T, invest at R-E-E-P equity.com. You're amazing. You know, we love you here. We hope you'll come back and be our VIP expert again. I always learn new stuff and I can't wait to see you on stage at the Now Honors in the Power of Pink. You're the absolute best. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Awesome. All right, everybody, you know what to do. Go to TigoDirect.com, type in Arlene, type in investment, type in that word that we all don't like, budget. And she'll come up, I promise you. Reach out to her, say, hey, I heard you. I saw you on Expert Talk, and I need a little help with my finance. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know we want you to come back next time. I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time.